Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Half the Distance to the Goal. I'm your host, Marcus Bullock, and with me is my co-host, Brett Galt. What's up, dude? What up, man? Another week. Another week of college football. I'm actually pretty happy with my uh, picks last week, by the way. Yeah, so you actually had a great week. You were 4-2 and two on the week. Uh, your wins, West Virginia, minus three. Hate to cough that one up to you. That was a weird game. <laughs> we could talk more about that in a second. Yeah, well, um, we will. So Cincinnati minus four, that also hit. You missed on Bama minus 14 and a half. You hit Penn State minus five, UVA plus eight against Chapel Hill. But BYU was a big one that came up for you, and that also hit. Yep. That leaves you with the four and two week. Go ahead and give us a little bit of how you feel about it. Um, I mean, we could talk about the West Virginia game after this, but uh, we, you didn't call – we almost gave it up to you guys. We dominated that whole game. At least we dominated at least the first three quarters, and then we decided to go prevent basically on offense. We just we decided not to run any more plays, and we almost topped it up to you guys. You guys probably should have won that game at the very end, honestly. Yeah, we, I think we should have too. Red zone woes. And then um, I thought I thought the Penn State game, great atmosphere. I thought you know I'll give credit to Bo Nix because I actually think he played well. He wasn't the bone Nick that always has careless turnovers or anything like that. He actually played pretty well in a good environment. So I'll give him credit. And then um, Florida and Alabama, Joel, if you're listening, I mean, it's still it's still an L, but that was a closer game than I think everybody thought was uh, going to happen. So got to give the Gator credit as well. But, yeah, I'm happy with my week. A little disappointed in uh, Virginia, though. I thought they would. I really thought they would kind of compete with that one, but yeah, uh, I agree. And I, I was with you on that Virginia play. Um, go ahead, I guess recapping the Virginia, the, the Virginia Tech West Virginia game. Virginia Tech had every opportunity to win that game when it really mattered, and they couldn't do it once. I mean, yeah, I mean in the red zone. Like, why the hell are we running jet sweep on the two yard line? I, I don't. I mean, like like I said, we literally gave that game like. I mean, did you watch it? I know you were at the wedding. Yeah, I watched watch it. it. Yeah. Because, I mean, we dominated that first half. I mean, you guys couldn't get anything going offensively. And then I we just we just stalled. We played too conservative in the second half on offense. And, I mean, we almost, we almost gave it to you guys. But, yeah, I mean – I don't know. It was a good game. I'm not gonna lie. I was sweating a lot. I mean, I thought I thought for sure we were gonna lose at the very end there when you guys picked us off. I mean, you guys had four chances basically on the four yard line or whatever, and then or at least a couple of chances to get when you guys got down there. So, yeah, I don't know. It was definitely an interesting game, but really good atmosphere as well. I love that rivalry. I that's why I wish we would come back to like we would. Go to the ACC, having like that in Pitt, just having those old rivalries, like the old yeah. Big East rivalries, back into the tune. But whatever, maybe one day. Yep, maybe one day, and uh, maybe one day I will not have a negative week. My first negative week of the season. I went three and five last week. I kind of found myself liking the slate a lot. Um, I think I'm getting a little undisciplined and going a little bit away from my bread and butter, and usually like how I'm trying to read games and trying to convince myself more and more that stuff will happen. So I'm going to dial it back this week, uh, play a couple less games, but 
Uh, so hopefully um, let's go more uh, quality over quantity. Again, so three and five last week, that brings me to 14 and nine on the season. And Brett, you're also 10 and eight on the season. So both positive as a syndicate, we're doing very good. Uh, my hits were Cincinnati minus four. Bama first half is always, I think that ended at nine. And they dominated the first half. So they did really, really didn't sweat that. And my other win was Wake laying five against a bad Florida State team. And my misses, of course, were my Hokies. I took Bama 14 and a half for the game that missed. And then it went on a bad slide. Arkansas State plus 14 and a half. They looked terrible against a terrible Washington team. Uh, Marshall lost outright to ECU. I don't know what the hell they were doing. And then UVA uh, didn't really. I, they kind of put up a fight in Chapel Hill. The game was actually a little bit closer than the scoreboard. But, I mean, they just got out boat race by uh, Sam Howell on the offense. Isn't that App State and Marshall's actually playing right now, aren't they? Yeah, I yeah. just beat the 21 20 App State at half. Yeah, okay, yep, still 21 20. Yeah, so that's, that's actually turning game out right there. Yeah, it, it usually is a good game. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, it was, it, was an inter- it, was an, it was an interesting week. I mean, but there, I mean, there was definitely some good games. Yep, and there's a bunch of good games this week as well. Um, I guess yeah, there are. We need to do now. One coastal barbecue sponsored by them. You know they they were against you. They took Auburn plus five, and you know Penn yeah. State. They covered, got it done on the field. Yeah, I actually. I mean, if I was like I said, I had thought to Auburn because I thought they played well. I thought they played a lot better than I thought, but I thought that I thought the five or whatever, whatever the spread was, I thought that was a loss for Penn State. Honestly, right. I really didn't see any way that Auburn was going to cover that. But, I mean, it was close, so I'll, I'll give them credit. But Penn State, potential leader for the Big Ten right now, them along with Iowa most likely maybe. Yeah, they – they. I mean, they're just – I mean, what do you have to do? You have to win football games, and that's what they're doing. So, more power to James Franklin. Um I mean, I'm not an anti-Penn State guy. I'm not really pro-Penn State, but, you know, they're playing yeah. good football and finding ways to win. Uh, what, what about real quick? I know we didn't we didn't uh, cover this game. We didn't take it, but what is going on with Miami, Florida right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> they are awful. I mean, they're bad. They, they could easily be 0-3 right now. They, they probably should have lost that state, honestly. But they got oh, 100%. Lost. Yeah. But Michigan State and Old Pucker just went down to uh, Miami, just dominated them. But yeah, I don't know. Manny Diaz has a lot of work to do there. Yeah, he does. Um, that Michigan State win is definitely helping my win total for this year. I think only need two. I, I, I don't see how that's not a lock on. That's why. What, what was it? Over under four, right? You took over four. Four, four and a half. Yeah, I mean, that that's. That's got to be a lock on us at this point. Uh, it was actually four, and they're at three wins. So I think they played Nebraska, which actually could be an interesting game. They played Nebraska this weekend. Actually, I, I, I'll cover that game later because actually that's one of my picks. So. All right, tight. Well, all right, so let's go ahead and – so last week, all right. So on the season, Marcus fourteen and nine, so the leader in the clubhouse. Brett ten and eight, behind me by a little bit. And our sponsor, the Coastal Barbecue, they are one in one on the season with the uh, hit the first week they gave a smoking hot pick, 
and a L this past week. And they also have a play for us this week. So we will get to that smoking hot pipe and pick whenever we get there. Um, so, Brett, you were the leader last week. Go ahead and take us somewhere for this week's slate. So the first game I'm going is Wisconsin versus Notre Dame. Listen, I maybe this is a little biased because I'm just not a big Notre Dame guy, but they've struggled definitely in the first few games. They struggled against Florida State, and I mean, come on, we see how Florida State is doing right now, and then they also struggled against, I believe it was Tulane or Toledo. My bad. Toledo, and then they, they took care of Purdue last weekend, but still, two close games right out the gate. Jack Cohn has actually been better than I thought he would be, and so he's going to actually go and face his former team this weekend in Wisconsin, but I like Wisconsin in this game because I like their defense. Hopefully, Graham Mertz, Wisconsin quarterback, comes to play, but I like Wisconsin to cover the six and a half versus Notre Dame this weekend. All right. Um, so I have a play on that game too. And I'm actually going against you. So we're going wow. to that game. And like, you know, I always talk about Notre Dame, Texas, USC, like the triangle of like overratedness. And I really am not a Notre Dame fan. But if you look at them this year, they had the close game against a bad Florida State team, which we also thought Florida State was good after that game. They played Toledo close. So I feel like in the beginning of the season, they were really just playing to the level of their competition. I think they have a little bit more um, to show us. They beat Purdue like pretty convincingly last week, 27 to 13. And I really don't see Wisconsin being six and a half points better than Notre Dame. I see this more as a field goal game. So, again, trying to get a good read. Um, if you put up Notre Dame's offense against Wisconsin offense, I think Notre Dame offense may be a little bit better. And I think – Notre Dame's defense is actually better than Wisconsin's defense. Give or take, they've allowed a lot more points than Wisconsin have. But just to look on the field and, you know, seeing them kind of fine-tune themselves last week, uh, it gives me a little bit of hope. So I'm going to take Notre Dame, a very rare take for me. Um, but I'm going to wow. take Notre Dame uh, catching six and a half in Chicago. It's where the Bears play, right, Soldier Field? Yeah. Game day. That's, that's got to hurt for you to take that. Yeah, trust me, it's very uncharacteristic of me, but you know, it's just something that I, I really have a strong uh, hunch on. I think that's a lot of points. Yeah. I mean, it is, but I just, I guess, I mean, I think maybe Jack Cohn having, because basically they said, hey, you're not good enough to play here. So he had transfer, and he's actually done well at Notre Dame. So he might have a little chip on his shoulder, but just what I've seen from Notre Dame so far in the first couple of games, I just – I haven't really been impressed. So, I mean, we'll see. Yep. All right. But, so um, go ahead and take us somewhere else. I'm going to take us to a Jerry World. This game is going to be played at the Dallas Cowboys Stadium. So, I'm going – the it's Arkansas versus Texas A&M. And, listen, I'm a big Sam Pittman guy. I love what he's doing at Arkansas. They are – the uh, Texas A&M is giving them four and a half. So I actually like Arkansas to cover the uh, four and a half right, right here. Arkansas took care of Texas. Actually, that game was even close earlier, a couple weeks ago. So 
and um, Texas A&M struggled against Colorado earlier this year. The thing about this is, is will Arkansas be able to move the ball on Texas A&M defense because they have such a stout defense? But I think if they're able to move the ball on them, I actually think this game is probably one of the better games of the weekend. But I just like what Santana is doing there. I like what Arkansas is doing there. So I'm going to go ahead and cover, take them to cover the four and a half. Nice. Um, I'm not playing it, but like I called it when they played Texas, Arkansas money line. If you're feeling froggy, I might take it myself. Not playing it for the show, though. Um, I'd like to see Jimbo lose one in this fashion. Yeah. And again, like we are, we are Arkansas podcasts. Listen, I'm on the bandwagon right now. I, I, I mean, I am. I like what he's doing, especially. I mean, it all started last year when they were just supposed to suck, and the way he transformed that team around in such a quick way, like I'm just, I'm impressed. So we'll see how it goes. It should be a good game regardless. I think. Yeah. Cool. Well, I'm rooting for you. I definitely am. I will keep us in the SEC with my next play. Uh, let's go. Got two SEC plays. Let's go to Swamp. Let's go down to Gainesville, Joel's beloved Gators, and my, my man Travers beloved Tennessee Volunteers. Florida's favorite wow. by 19 points. And while I don't like that point spread a lot, what I do like is the under. Florida, Tennessee, under 64 and a half. I, I really expect to see a good showing from Florida on offense, but I don't really from Tennessee. Um, when in Tennessee's biggest games this year, they've shot themselves in the foot, turnovers, dumb penalties, you know, scoring special teams, touchdowns and getting called back. And I think when they go into this hostile environment down in Gainesville, um, after Bama almost beat Bama last week, they're, I feel like they're going to come out and, you know, just shut Tennessee down on an offense that's pretty sporadic. And I think they're going to throw up a decent amount of points, but I don't think both teams will get us over 60. So under 64 and a half, I think I got a little bit of insurance right there. So I, I like the under on this game. I like Florida to play a very solid defensive game um, that carry over from the Bama second half and just put it on the balls. Yeah, I'm not playing it, but I definitely don't hate it. I mean, I think Florida showed us a lot last week and when many people didn't give them a chance, I know we really didn't give them a chance either. So they came out and they showed that they could go toe to toe with Bama, even though they lost. I mean, gotta hand it to Dan Mullen. He's he's a master over there. They just they're close to getting over the hump. But I mean, hey, I was impressed for sure. Yep. I was I was very shocked too. And that's a game that I didn't catch a lot of because of the wedding. Um, I was keeping track of it before like the ceremony yeah. and they were doing their dances. So um the last time I checked in was actually at halftime when I knew Bama first had it covered. And it, I really thought I was going to pull my phone back up and the score would have been like 49, yeah. 20, maybe that was far from it. You're not, you're not wrong. I went to go eat. And then my dad texted me and I was like, do you see what's going on? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And he's like, yeah, like they've cut it to like two or whatever. But I mean, Hey, Got to give them credit for coming back for there. So, all right. So, how many plays you got left? Three? I have three. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Three. Okay. And I'm going to go ahead and say it. Bama first half. 
I don't know what it's at yet, but you know that's what we're rolling with. So now I have three more. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and take us to Carter Family Stadium, where the Wolfpack take on the Clemson Tigers. Uh, Clemson is favored by 10 in this game. Mm -hmm. And listen, we, Clemson left a lot to be desired on last weekend when they played Georgia Tech. They barely could beat the Yellow Jackets, but we also saw what State did against Mississippi State in a terrible showing. I think tomorrow, or I think Saturday's crowd, though, 3.30 kickoff will actually be great in Carter Finley. So I actually think this is going to be a good game. And I'm going to take NC State to cover the, uh, the 10 points. Nice. Brett, you there? <laughs> I think we lost Brett. All right, my dog was <laughs> Okay, gotcha. So you got NC State plus 10? I do. Yep. All right, tight. I think um I think if state is gonna keep the game close, uh Ricky Person and Bam Knight gotta run that football. State has to play uh their style. And like Clemson's offense hasn't been very good. Yeah. But I still think state has to try to dictate the game and you know, like every team Clemson's played minus South Carolina State, they've made it just sloppy and nasty. So I mean, they watch the film. They know what they got to do to keep it close. Um, on the flip side, and this is two weeks back-to-back, -back, that our sponsor, 910 Coastal BBQ, stay smoking, and Brett are going against each other. The piping hot pick of the week is Clemson laying 10 points against the Wolfpack. I think this might be a spiteful play uh, because both of us, like, favor State. Um, so, Brett, I hope, I hope, I hope you, I'm, I'm with you on this one. I mean, yeah, listen, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not really, I'm not really confident about it, just because the way that Leary and the offense ran the like moved the ball against Mississippi State, or actually the lack of moving the ball they did. So, and this, I mean, this Clemson defense is stout. We know that from the Georgia game. So, if they can move the ball, I think we'll be okay. But I, I it's, it's a gamble. This one is, but I mean, hey, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, no, I'm I'm rooting with you. I'm going to keep us in the SEC, um, but we're going to go up north. We're going to go to Chestnut Hill. Uh, we got Missouri versus Boston College. Missouri is a two point dog to BC, um, and I think this I, I think this is a very obvious play. I don't understand why Boston College is the favorite. Uh, Phil Dracovic, he he's hurt. Boston College hasn't really played anyone else this year. You know, did they did they blow out Colgate 51-0? Yes. Did they whoop up on UMass 45-28? Yes. A terrible Temple team? Yeah, they beat them 28-3, but this is really Boston College's first true test of the season, and I think they're going to get hit in the mouth uh, by this SEC defense and this SEC offense. Again, I don't understand why Boston College is the favorite, especially with their backup quarterback. So, I Missouri catching two. I'll take all the points I can get. Let's let's go. All right. 
I'm not really taking that game, but I don't, I mean, I don't hate it. I did know that Phil Drukovic did get hurt, so, which is actually a big loss for Boston College. I feel bad for the guy because I've heard that he could actually be a decent pro prospect, so kind of sucks, but I mean, I know you're on the Eli Drinkwitz bandwagon over there as well, former uh, NC State awesome coordinator and as state head coach, so I don't hate the play. Yeah. Um, I mean, and I Missouri burned me. I think I took them against Kentucky earlier in the season and they burned me, so they yeah. owe me a little payback. So I, I'm gonna take them again. Like and like I said, like SEC win totals, I was bullish on them. They gotta show me something. If they burn me again, I might be on the fade Mizzou train this year and just admit that I was wrong. All right. I'm gonna take it to uh, Ann Arbor, Michigan. Where Rutgers comes to town. Now the spread, here, so the spread here is twenty-one, and I, I, it's, it's like the same thing. I think I hear this every single year about Michigan. This is, this is the year for Michigan. This is the year for Michigan to beat Ohio State. Well, they, they haven't really played anybody. The Washington team that everybody thought at the beginning of the year was the top twenty-five team loses to Montana the first week, and then they just go and get drubbed by. Michigan. So I'm not sure if that was exactly a big win. So Michigan is giving Rutgers 21 points. I think it's a huge spread, a huge um, spread. I don't think Rutgers is going to win or anything, but I think that they can at least keep it close to maybe 17 to 20 points. I just like what Greg Sheehan is doing there. He's getting a bunch of transfers from the transfer portal. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take them to cover the uh, 21 points. All right, uh, ballsy. Hate to do this, Brett, but I'm on the opposite side of you this year, or at least for this game. Um, the number that – so I'll give you the 21. I see the most – the best number I can get at this time is 20 and a half. So give me the blue. Uh, sorry, Mike Goulet. But I think Jim Harbaugh is to prove it year. I think they're going to try to run it up on everybody. And I – I mean, when it really gets down to it in Ann Arbor, Jim Harbaugh, he's not taking his foot off the gas on anybody. He didn't do it on Washington until maybe until when the backups got in halfway through the first quarter. Boat race Western Michigan. They threw up 63 on Northern Illinois. I think this Michigan team, who I wasn't very big on this year because I'm never really big on Harbaugh, I think they're trying to actually show everybody that, you know, they can't compete and they're trying to get the best resume they can. So I see a high score in this game. So if you if you like the over, uh, what's the over under number fifty two? I kind of like the overplay because I think Michigan's going to throw up at least thirty two to thirty four. So if you think Rutgers can get you over, go ahead take that. But yep, I'm taking the Wolverines uh, laying twenty and a half to cover against the Scarlet Knights. Dang man, what are we doing? I mean, one of us is going to have a good week and one's going to suck. So that's basically what it's coming down to. <laughs> that's for sure. Well, I'm due for a good week. How many more you got? I got one more play. You want me to go ahead? Yep, go ahead. I have one more as well. So my last play is Michigan State. Surprise team so, you, so far this year, top 25 team. Uh, Mel Tucker has done a fantastic job there. And they are favored by five points against Nebraska. 
And we know, I mean, this is a big year for Scott Frost. This is actually a huge year. And it did start off well when we lost to Illinois at the beginning of the year, which has actually turned out to be a pretty bad loss the way Illinois has played. The one thing that I was impressed with is they did uh, play Oklahoma pretty tough. I don't know if Oklahoma – I mean, they just haven't looked at this so far this year. Trust me, they will this weekend against West Virginia, probably, most likely. But um, – I'm going ahead and taking Michigan State to cover the five points against Nebraska. I just, I like what Michigan State is doing right now. They're just on a hot streak, and I think it's going to continue against Nebraska. All right. What do you think? Uh, n- never bet no Martinez. Yeah, I mean that's kind of how it is. But, I mean, he actually played well. Well, I mean, did you see that crazy interception? Yeah, that was nuts. It was on fourth down, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, w- it was on fourth down. So, I mean, so I guess it really didn't matter. But still, I mean, yeah, Adrian Martinez just kind of digressed over the past four years that he's been there. So, but, I mean, that's kind of why I like Michigan State. I just like what they're doing right now. They're just keeping it hot. All right. So I think they're going to continue. And you got that at five points? Yep, five points. All right, cool. I like that play. I really do. Um, I kind of want to hop on it with you. Nebraska showed fight against Oklahoma, but, again, we don't really know how good this Oklahoma team is. Yeah, I mean, that is my last play. I I thought about taking West Virginia, but I just – I can't trust them, really. I'm sorry. I I just can't do it. I just – I don't know. We we haven't beaten Oklahoma since we've been in the Big 12, which was 2012. Mm-hmm. So we haven't beat them in, like, nine years or whatever. And we just – we never play well in Norman, especially it being a night game just scares the crap out of me. This may be the year. I don't hate the West Virginia money line play. It's 17, right? Is it still 17? 17. Yeah, it, it's a bit – but – I think Vegas knows what I know, and that's just that we we don't play well, Norman. And I feel like I feel like Oklahoma struggled so far this year that this will be the game where they just take it all out. So maybe that's just me being a West Virginia fan and not having hope. But well, West Virginia's plus four seventy five. So let's say I mean we're not professionals. You bet ten dollars, you win forty seven. Yeah. I mean, might be worth it. Oklahoma's not going undefeated this year. Not this team. No. Yeah, a lot of people – there's a lot of fans that are one uh, of Spencer Rattler benched because yeah. he just has not played well so far this year. So, let's try to find the spot. If it's not against West Virginia at 7.30 on Saturday, they have Kansas State, who Kansas State actually looks good this year. They have Texas. And they lost their quarterback, Tyler Thompson, at the beginning of the year. Yeah, they did. That was tough. And then TCU and Kansas has no shot. Texas Tech, Baylor, Iowa State could do it. Oklahoma State, they don't look very good, but you never know in Bedlam. They may catch two losses this year. I'm not sold on the Sooners team. Uh, Yeah, I think think you're right. I think they'll at least get one. I don't know who it's going to be from. 
Kansas State always plays them tough, honestly. So yeah. it could and be they beat them in Manhattan a couple two years ago. Yeah, year. they beat yeah they beat them in Norman and they beat them the last two years, I think. Yeah, I think yeah no, you're right. The last two years, well, no, that that's scary. So I mean, if they escape yeah. West Virginia in a tight one uh, this week, uh, they got Kansas State the next week, so that might be a spot play. Uh, I, I think that's actually a really good spot. So hmm. yeah. No, well, good luck to your Mountaineers. I, I'm I'm pulling for you. I know we took the I think we took Oklahoma over 11, so we can afford a loss. But I mean, just like the product we've seen from them is terrible. Yeah, so I mean, so far it hasn't been good. But like I said, well, I mean, we'll see. I'm not really confident in West Virginia's offense. I, our defense, I I don't know, but I just don't think we'll be able to score hand in hand with them. So we'll see. But whatever. All right. Well, last play for me. Uh, let's go down to Tallahassee. I'm going to keep fading them until I get burned. We have the Cardinals of Louisville going down to play the Seminoles of Florida State. Uh, so Louisville opened up as a two-and-a-half point favorite. Now it's down to one-and-a-half. I'll take it. I mean, getting a whole, a whole point. Um, I mean, you might as well, like you said. Yeah, I mean, what has Florida State shown us? I, like, Florida State's O-line may be the worst in Division One football. Wake just, dominated them. I mean, it looked like high schoolers versus middle schoolers out there. Florida State's O-line is terrible. I'm, I'm pretty sure they have four injuries along their O-line. Um, I think two may be coming back. But if they don't, dude, I mean, the floodgates are just open. Like, they, they can't do anything offensively that scares me. And even the team culture, Florida State, 0-3, lost to Notre Dame, Jacksonville State, and Wake Forest. And Wake beat them 35-14. to Like, that was a I mean, handling. I think, I think the Florida State game just hurt them so bad that they took Jacksonville State for granted and they lose that. And that after going 0-2 and losing to a heartbreak and losing to literally Jacksonville State, I think they probably just don't care anymore, honestly. No, I mean, that, that's why I, I mean, shit, down a point. Yep, I'll take Louisville. The, did you see the Florida State players that are tweeting at recruits saying don't come here? No, I did not. <laughs> that, that's the culture in Tallahassee right now. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Mike Norvell, I feel bad for the guy, honestly, because, I mean – who who would want to go coach Florida State right now? To be honest, well, that's the thing they can't keep cycling them in and out. I mean, they still. I mean, Willie Taggart, his buyout wasn't cheap. Mike Norvell's, I doubt his is. I mean, they have to give him time. So, I mean, if that's going to be the culture there for all season, I'm fading them. Fading them. Just got to keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I don't blame you. I, I don't blame you at all. I mean, the sad thing is, is ACC so bad, and they still might suck. Yeah, until last week, I wasn't convinced that – I really thought this. everyone said that the ACC was down as a little bit of an overreaction, and I'm kind of starting to believe it. When Pittsburgh lost to Western Michigan, Virginia Tech lost to West Virginia. I mean, dude, it, it the ACC is down this year. The, the ACC is down bad. I mean, like, like we were talking about earlier, I don't think Clemson has a way to get it playoffs even if they go undefeated the, the rest of the way I, I really don't but man so Florida State has Louisville Syracuse can possibly be a link Syracuse is not good 
I, you're not going to be UNC. Your other best chance is UMass. You're not beating Clemson. I don't think you beat State. Miami, Florida might be that, that might be a terrible game to watch, huh? <laughs> I mean, that might be a brutal to watch when you have Boston College and Florida. So you might get two or three wins on that schedule, but yikes. Florida State may not win an ACC game. They might not. I mean, if they if they if they lose to Louisville this weekend, then they can very well go and lose to Syracuse just because they just don't care anymore, honestly. Yeah, so Syracuse has two wins. I have the over three. So I think my push spot is Syracuse versus Florida State. Yeah. I mean, oof. If, if you lose both Louisville and Syracuse in the next two weeks and you start 0-5, then you might as well just forfeit the rest of the season, honestly. I mean, like we discussed this either last week or two weeks ago, would it, Willie Taggart – is actually done a little bit better of a job to this point than Mike Norvell, like at this point in his career. And that's the yeah. same. I mean, you're not wrong. And I actually thought Mike Norvell would be a decent coach there, but I guess that that program is so much in the dumps right now that it's just even hard to turn it around, which is kind of sad because it makes it more fun, I think, when Florida State is actually decent at football. Yeah. At least for the ACC, too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Florida State. I mean, the ACC just has like a couple of those brands that you grew up. They were always good, like Florida State, like Virginia Tech. Like you never wanted to play against those teams. And I mean, yeah, Virginia, Miami too. I'm not trying to judge my Hokies after like one game, but I mean, Florida State definitely like they like the ACC needs them to be good. Yeah, then in Miami, it's it's fun when Miami is good too. Honestly, yeah. I mean, but yeah, oof, the whole ACC is just bad. It really is. Mm, yeah. Well, this is definitely going to be an interesting week between your picks, my picks, and Nolano Coastal Barbecue. Stay smoking. All right. So I guess we can go ahead and recap. We'll start with our sponsor. Um, by the way, so if you follow me on social media, you know that me and two of my buddies went goose hunting today, and we we shot a couple of geese. And one of my favorite recipes is goose tacos. So I wonder what I want a coastal barbecue, what kind of recipe they can get me uh, for this wild game. And also our listeners, feel free to reach out to them on Instagram for recipe ideas. Um, any any food needs, where, where to get stuff, what kind of cuts to get, you know, utilize them. They are your source. They are your encyclopedia for smoking. I mean, chicken, beef, seafood, anything. Reach out to anything them. you want, honestly. Yep, anything you want because all they make is dank food, flat top smoking, grill. I mean, anything you anything you got. So their smoking hot pick of the week is Clemson laying 10 against NC State. We'll see if it hits their one and one on the season. So hopefully not they don't get on the right side because we want to see a Wolfpack victory and yeah. not keep it close. All right. So uh next we're gonna go to Brett. Four and two last week, dude. Great week. Up to you. You got Wisconsin laying six and a half against Notre Dame. Arkansas catching four and a half against Texas A&M in Dallas. The NC State Wolfpack plus 10 in Raleigh. Rutgers plus 21 head into the big house. And Spartans of Michigan State laying five. So I just hope you lose two games. Wisconsin and Rutgers. I'm rooting with you. I, for the I, don't, 
I appreciate that, but I hope I uh, win them all. <laughs> I want an undefeated week, honestly. I, I need an undefeated week in my life. Just one week. Yeah, no. That'd be big. That definitely would be big. Sorry if you heard my dogs in the background. We have some company coming over to uh, to watch the second half of the Panthers game. All right, so we'll go ahead and uh, go through this really quickly. So my card, Notre Dame plus six and a half going against Brett. I'm on the Florida, Tennessee under 64 and a half. Bama first half as always. I don't know what it's at yet, but we always tell you next week, just take it on your book. It's going to hit. Missouri plus two, Michigan laying 20 and a half points against Rutgers. Beamer, good God. Shit. Easy five for company. Yeah, Michigan laying 20 and a half against the Rutgers. And I'm taking every point I can get against Florida State this year. So Louisville favorite by one and a half. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. Okay. Are you are you gonna just keep, are you gonna pick Florida State every week until they actually win? Yeah, absolutely. Probably all season. It, it may be my uh Bama first so Bama first half is definitely one A. Uh Faith Florida State might be one B. <laughs> poor poor Sydney. Yeah, I mean they yeah. I mean, it's not Jimbo Fisher's fault. He left him in a bad spot, but how they are right now. This, he this did. He left him in a terrible spot. But not this bad. He did, he did leave him. No, I mean, not this bad, but he did leave them in a bad spot. I will I will give you that. But, hey, <laughs> cheers to a good week, weekend. Hopefully, um, hopefully I win those two games and you don't, honestly. But let's just hope for a Wolfpack win and a Mountaineer win. Yeah, we'll chalk it up next week. Um, so NC State tailgate possibly. Yeah, I'll probably stop. I like I said, I'm still debating on buying tickets. I'm hoping they keep on going down. I might just wait till actual game day to see what they go down to. What are they uh, at right now? It's like the sixty-five, which I mean isn't terrible. That ain't I bad. Mean, they're all. It's obviously it's obviously the upper deck, but there's really not a bad place to watch the game in Carter family, honestly. But you can every every place in that stadium is a pretty decent view. So I think it's still be good. I think we're gonna end up I think I'll probably end up buying them anyway. So but yeah, yeah. I'll probably stop by. Cool. Well, uh, I know uh, my buddy Tanner, he's throwing some stuff on a smoker. I'm not sure what it is yet. We were talking about a menu or what sides we're having, but just get up with me out before the game. I'm, I'm sure we're going to have something good. All right. Sounds good, man. All right, man. Let's chop it up next week. Good luck. All right. You too.